I love to spoil myself. I love to surround myself with things that um, keep me, you know, occupied. Things that don't bore me, you know, so that when I am bored, I always have something to do. So, you know, I surround myself with lots of games, toys, and just fun things that I enjoy. You know, I don't care what anyone thinks. It's my life, and I only live once, so this is my shot, and I'm going for it. But at the same time, you know, we have to think about our our future, if there is a future, you know. I, I, I Honestly, I don't like really using that word because... Uh, <laughs> It's just not a good word, really. So let's scratch future. But just think about, you know, what's going to happen once we are gone. So I think it would be a good idea if we all start buying things that will benefit our kids once we're gone. So from here on out, I'm going to buy things that my children and grandchildren can utilize once I'm gone. You know, will benefit them once I'm gone. It's very important. You know, let's think about it. Were we going to just leave them a bunch of furniture? A bunch of, what, cars just to drive around and get in an accident and have a lawsuit? When we can buy them things that can help them in life. Microscopes, uh, telescopes, you know. um, Just things that have to do with the human body and the growth of it and figuring it out. You know, we should all have a microscope at home. We can... Stick ourselves, look at our blood, see what our cells are doing every day. We can do it ourselves. The same thing you're paying the doctor to do. So much money. A microscope isn't that much. Look it up. We can look and see, oh my God, my cells, they're dead. They're not moving at all. Oh my God, let me go drink some water. Let me let me eat some fruits. And then you come back maybe, you know, hour later, tap it again. Boom, look. Oh my God, my cells, they're all up working inside my body. They're, they're getting busy doing the dang thing like they should have been doing. You know, and that can help us a lot. Things like that, you know, we really need, can utilize it. And, you know, I think those things will help my children once, once I'm gone. But yeah, let's think about that. You know, because uh, those things are important. Our health is important and learning about life is very important. We have to pass these things to our children, you know. So instead of uh, leaving a bunch of crap and junk here, let's try to start buying things that maybe will help our grandchildren, our children once we leave, you know. Because everything you have will be left for your princess and prince that you leave behind. You're the king, you're the queen, and you're leaving your palace and everything in it for your children. What will you leave them? What will be the image you leave of yourself for your children? If you leave them anything, you know. Not to say we all deserve to be left something. It's no big deal if you don't. You know, we're all in life doing the same thing, learning this this lesson. So whether we leave something or not, it's up to us. But if we do, what is the character we leave behind? What are we leaving our children? A bunch of crap? they don't really need that they have to get rid of now and junk it or are we leaving them something they will really cherish and pass down maybe once they're gone something they will be happy that wow my mom my dad was something else man look at these things we have now that are going to help us for the rest of our our lives that'd be awesome I think that'd be great 
We have to start thinking like that, family, and stop buying into people's, uh, you know, creations. The things we put our money in is just other folks' creations. That's all. Let's wake up and stay woke. The 1.6 ratio. It is literally embedded in your body, the universe, uh, and, and logos, and uh, product designs. And it's uh, it's really something else because um, all of our great artists have been like uh, infatuated with the golden ratio. The 1.6 ratio. And um, it's just really mind-blowing when you figure out that everything around you has this in it, including yourself. And um, let's just take a look at our, our arms to start with, okay? Your arm. You have a, a, a long part of your arm and a shorter part of your arm. I want to call it the uh, brachium and the anti-brachium, but I don't want to be mistaken because I haven't studied up on my uh, terminology for, for a minute, but I do think that's the name of it. But anyway, if you look at your arm, you'll see there's a shorter part at the top which would be the one points and then the longer at the bottom towards the wrists would be the uh, 1.6 so that is what a 1.6 ratio is now you can continue and just take a look at your hand the way it's made okay you'll have your fingers and then uh, the rest of your hand 1.6 you can continue from there and just take a look at your fingers 1.6 in your fingers if you look at the the size of them and your whole body look at your legs you have a longer leg uh, uh, at the bottom and your femur at the top is shorter that is the 1.6 ratio okay and it and your ears your face starting from your forehead all the way down 1.6 from your head all the way down to your uh, 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 navel you could say uh, 1.6 everything on your body is the 1.6 racial and that's mind-blowing and we can go even further look around your home the way the windows are shaped 1.6 the way your television is shaped 1.6 ratio. Your dressers. Look outside at the trees. The top of the tree is smaller and then you have the long bottom trunk. That is the 1.6 ratio. At the cars. I mean, just all around the universe. This 1.6 ratio is being used and it is mind blowing. So I want you guys to start noticing this and just really having a better connection 
your universe because the universe is you. And um, it's just something else. And with that being said, it just brings me to the flower of life. The creation pattern of everything in existence. Which is the flower of life. And just to decode the flower of life is amazing because it is in everything. Okay? It's it's just it's just mind-blowing, okay? And there are 13 information systems that comes out of the flower of life. If you can overstand the flower of life, you will begin to see things in a different way. From the atoms to DNA, light, and life. The flower of life is everywhere. From every fruit that you cut open, look inside of it. From the universe out to the Milky Way, the trees outside, everything is within inside your body. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. And you will look at life completely different because the flower of life is literally embedded in your DNA. As above, so below. And so I just wanted to put that on you guys' mind this morning. And uh, I want us all to do some research on this. Um, It's very interesting, and I believe it's a connection uh, between all of us, the flower of life is. It shows that there is one conscience that is controlling everything, all of us. But there are many other smaller consciences, consciences, if I, if you will, uh, in between all of us, where we can think differently, but all being controlled by one superior conscience, which makes up the entire flower of life. This golden ratio, it all goes together, and. Um, It's just amazing, like the golden ratio, um, it's in a sequence, like a numeric form, you know, and uh, they call it phi, P-H-I, and um, it's something else the way you break it down. If you uh, grab out a a pen or a pencil really quick and you just write down um, zero plus one would equal one, and so after that, you would continue on with the uh, last number you added plus whatever your answer was. So the next one would be one plus one equals two. After that, it would be uh, two. I'm, I'm sorry, one plus two equals three. Two plus three equals five. Three plus five equals eight and so on. And then you will begin to see the, uh, the uh, pattern the the sequence began to form and this is in everything in life when you cut open apples you cut open lemons whatever you cut open and look inside you will see this pattern 
And these numbers keep adding and adding up and adding up. And this pattern is within everything. Your broccoli, uh, the flowers that bloom outside. It's amazing. And so I want all of us to do some research on this. Let's just look it up and have a better understanding of what's going on, who we are, where we come from, and how we are all connected from one conscience And that's what we call God, Jehovah, Allah, whatever you call it, we're all connected, yet different, but the same. And it's mind-blowing, it's amazing. And um, yeah, I just wanted uh, to put that on your mind because all this separation stuff that they got us going through in this illusion of the made-up man world, We have to kind of try to disconnect from that, you know? We have to try to unlearn and relearn so that we can experience the awakening, uh, the dehypnotization, if you will, Coming to your senses, you know, because this whole thing is like a myth. Myth being like an image, you know, of trying to make sense of the world. And, um, you know, trying to find an adequate image of the world. And this is what we do as uh, human beings trying to just figure it out. But the flower of life, the golden ratio... It's God's thumbprint. We call it the Fibonacci uh, sequence. It is embedded in everything, your DNA, and um, every flower, every fruit, every animal, all through the land, from the oceans to the uh, atmosphere, the space, everything. And it really will bring you to a better understanding of what's going on. So let's get into it. Let's look it up, family, and uh, enjoy yourselves because it's going to be interesting. Let's wake up and stay woke. Continuing on with the 1-1.6 ratio, it's something so amazing that the artist Leonardo da Vinci, uh, he put it into most of everything uh, that he did. He was infatuated with it. I mean, this guy was brilliant because he was handed all of the knowledge and he was able to put these secrets in hidden, hidden like in his paintings from the Mona Lisa uh, to the Last Supper. You know, most of us think the Last Supper is just uh, the last meal of uh, Jesus and the disciples. But it's a lot deeper than that. It's about quantum physics, alchemy. If you look at it, it it shows you winter, spring, summer, fall, the seasons. And uh, one side is light, one side is dark, standing for the the sun. And I mean, it's just amazing. But um, I want us all to do a little homework and grab out our ancient Bibles. You know, not the King James Version, the authorized one that they handed to us, the not that one, because it wouldn't be in that one. That one has been changed, you know, as a way of uh, controlling all of us and uh, 
gatekeeping power over us, you know. It was given to us as slaves. And, you know, they didn't allow us to read, but they did give us the Bible. (laughs) So, it's crazy. But at the same time, none of these uh, slave owners went by anything in the Bible. They just gave it to us to go by, to obey. Basically, the Bible that they handed us says, Obey your master, or you will be struck with uh, many blows. So, you know, but those scriptures they don't read in church because government took over and gave them a form with everything they can say in church and everything they can't. And they have to go by it so that way they don't pay taxes. But moving along, we're going to get our ancient Bibles and we're going to look in there and we're going to decode this Bible, okay? This was a work of Da Vinci again because, like I said, he was handed all the answers. And so the Fibonacci sequence, which we call God's thumbprint, he has embedded into this Bible. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to the important parts of the Bible and you're going to invert the numbers, I'm sorry, the letters to numbers, and then you will see that Fibonacci sequence start to uh, come out into a spiral pattern because if you think about it we have spirals on our fingers our toes our ears I mean uh, the flowers have them uh, the animals have them uh, uh, rocks um, seashells I mean some form in life everywhere has the spiral which is God's thumbprint the one 1.6 racial it's everywhere And I want us to do our research because this is so mind-blowing. When you see we are all connected by one conscience, okay, which we would call God. And then we are just a bunch of little consciences being controlled by the one great deity. And, um, I mean, if God is our father, then we must be little gods. And uh, that's amazing. So uh, let's let's get to it. Let's do our homework on that. Everyone's trying to be greater than someone else. Why can't we all just be in the happening of life and just do great things? What's wrong with that? Why are there so many judges, so much separation, especially between the black race? You know, we've come a long way as the black race, but we still have so far to go. Everyone wants to be better than someone else. I guess it feels good to have power and reign supreme and be greater than everyone there's a good feeling in that you know but we have to really come to the acceptance of our true existence here on earth mother earth the most beautiful happening that we can experience You know, because energy is something that has been here since the beginning of time, which we are all energy. 
however you look at it, we're all energy. And energy can only be transformed. Uh, it can be um, captured, used, you know, um, consumed, but it can never be destroyed. It is the one thing that is controlling all of existence. Okay, so we have to really take that in because we are all energy, which is Allah, Jehovah God, the Messiah. You know, whatever you worship. Okay, it lives within all of us. And why is it that we can't just express and learn how to live within the energy? Because that's what we're truly here to do. Everyone will be six feet under in the end. I don't care what your job title is, what your occupation is, what your master's degree, bachelor's degree, however many degrees you think you may have. That's just a doctrine in to this system for propaganda for money, okay, for these powerful people that control everything, even our world and everything that has been downloaded into this matrix that we wait for daily. We are waiting right now to see what's coming next because if not, it would be bored here. What would we do? Things have to happen. And they've gotten everyone so crazy and on drugs and all cuckooed out that there's no telling what's going to happen next. What next crazy person may snap or pop and just kill their whole family or shoot up a school. or You know, it's just crazy. And the things that we are accepting, we have to think for ourselves. We can't let them push things on us and make us do things. We must think for ourselves. But the main thing is we have to stop judging. Let everyone be in the existence of their reality and thrive in the energy. Consume what you can with the energy. See how strong you can be with the energy. What you can do with the energy. How you can flex it. How you can learn with it. What you consume with it. It's all about the energy, which is God. We are just little gods. But there's one conscience, one God, one energy that is over all of us and reigns supreme and is so generous, generous, so generous to share the conscience with all of us. Now we must all show that we deserve it. <laughs>